Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. I have no idea what that sound was over there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounded really strange. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I don't, it sounded like someone was leaning against the door or fell. I don't know what that was. Our studio is haunted. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us this evening. We are talking about our goat well no not our ghosts but ghosts are people too not even a question ghosts are people too like straight up they are people and uh, how we build that rapport with them while we are out there on those paranormal investigations um and how i think that we develop a pretty good relationship with with these spirits and over time they react to us a lot better than just trying to go out there and you know shoot from the hip and you see a lot of these investigators make demands, you know, um, you know, make a noise, slam a door, you know, hit me. You know, some people will say, you know, st you know, stupid shit like that. So, <laughs> and I, we've expressed a lot of opinions about this on this show before. Um, but I thought we would do like an entire show just kind of focused on this uh, because we get asked these questions throughout a, a number of our other shows. And it's like, you know, we get asked enough questions about it. We comment enough about it. Let's kind of focus on how we actually you know, go into an investigation and, you know, we make we make the investigation about them, that we're there to try to communicate with them, that we're not trying to, you know, um, make them do tricks or what have you, treat them like guinea yep. pigs, that sort of thing, that uh, we're truly trying to communicate with them, become friends, and you know, learn more about them. Yeah, I mean, they're literally people still. You know, some of the stuff that you're gonna be dealing with is not an intelligent energy, but the ones that are deserve to be talked to, not at. And, you know, it does get frustrating sometimes because you want something to happen. You've pulled out all the stops, have tried everything, and still nothing. You know, maybe you're just, maybe you just haven't found what's going to grab their attention. And it's probably going to be something so stupid and subtle, you know, that that's why, that's why sometimes for me, for me, there have been times whenever I've tried to, there's a little bit of coaxing, you know. You have to explain, you know, this is me. This is where I am. This is where we're at. This is, you know, this is what I want to know. You know, whenever you feel comfortable talking to me, if you feel comfortable talking to me, you know, just let me know. Uh, you know, don't, you know, can you knock on something? You know, instead of just, you know, asking them to perform stupid pet tricks, uh, Explain to them why you're asking them this request. Could be, you know, hey, it's it's dark in here. You know, I can't tell where you're at in the room. For some reason, I cannot see you with the naked eye. I need you to let me know where you're at, please. The word please. Please goes a long way. Just like it does in this life. It goes a long way in the afterlife, too. And if something happens, thank you. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Bree Jones is uh, saying, love that, deserve to be talked to, not at. Yes. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Definitely. You know, we've noticed, I personally noticed, as time goes by, um, you know, everywhere we go, I get some type of interaction. Sometimes it's 
just me that's getting it and and I feel like well <laughs> you know do, should I should I blow it off no no I shouldn't just blow it off because it could be something you know but I don't have any proof you know and in this field you know that that's that's the quest you know for for proof you have to find proof you know that the paranormal exists and stuff like that how do you prove that you're not a fraud that you're not just making stuff up you know so it's a mix of you know do i care you know that we have like the mother load of evps or something like that and hurry let's get it out there yeah well and i think that's that's where a lot of this stems from is you know while the shows have done at least early on a good job of making people more aware of that there is legit paranormal activity going on out there it's helped people to come forward with their stories rather than just you know shy away from it because people might think they're crazy it's, it's made uh, people's experiences become more acceptable but it's also created this environment in that you know people who investigate want to be able to put out the you know latest and greatest best evidence you know they want to you know put out like the video the evp whatever that's going to make everybody go oh wow now i believe and so they end up concentrating more on that more on the evidence side of it rather than the fact that we're communicating with somebody yeah just like just like our the voices of mineral springs episode on the channel where we're asking questions try and experiment early or like thank you lee um and it works you know and not only does it work but you're able to hear the voices out loud and then live in real time you know where you're able to see yes we heard those and yes those words were actually there to the point where i myself was a skeptic and had to go check it out to make sure something wasn't messing with us you know, because as much as we want to show proof, we also have to debunk. Not everything is going to be paranormal. Yeah, imagine this. Somebody shows up at your door with this huge camera, lights shining in your face, and says, all right, I want you to say something right now and slam on your door. <laughs> how, how do you think you're going to react? You're going to be like, uh, uh, screw uh, this no. loser, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know, you might slam the door in their face, but I mean, you're not going to have a positive reaction to that. You know, a lot of these spirits um, do believe that they're actually still in their environment, that they're in their home. Many of them have no idea that they're actually dead. Uh, so we never, we never mention that. That's a rule that we stay away from. So, you know, we treat it like you know, we're going in there and it's like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? How you doing? So, I, you know, I'm Mike. This is Shauna. It's a pleasure to meet you. You know, we're very um, pleasant and friendly you know, going yeah. in there because uh, we do legitimately want to become friends with these with these people that are there and learn more about, you know, their time and era, the things that went on at the location back when they were around, even if we don't ever present it at like, hey, you know, back when you were alive, how did this, you know, how did this place look or whatever, you know, we might ask something like, you know, I, I can't see very well or, you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, a little trouble here. How does this place look to you or, you know, something like that, you know, or how do you see us, you know, um, and there's some questions already, uh, down here in the chat and I see Donna Gordon say I'd react with a fuck off as I kick them out <laughs> yeah. um, exactly exactly you kick them right off your front porch if somebody came to you like that it's, it's ridiculous so um, 
in Judy Wilson, yeah, asking, do you ever ask them if they can see you? So, yeah, yeah, I do. You're gonna be like, right now, it's like being in the dark and you can't see anything. You know, I, I, I can tell that you're in the room, but I don't know where. I can't see you. You know, it's like, you know, I explain. You know, paint them a picture. You know, let them know. You know what it's like for you. You know, I, I can't see you. I don't know if it's because I'm not supposed to or because you don't want me to see you. You know, I would like to, you know, get to meet you, you know, and if you want to explain, if you want to go a step further and explain why you have all these lights and and cameras and stuff like that, you know, maybe they're camera shy. Maybe the device that you're using wasn't something that they're familiar with so they're scared of it you know so then you have to paint them a picture tell them this this is what this is and this is what it does and if you know their camera shy be like you know i have this you know don't be afraid of it don't be scared don't be shy it's just that you know if i do get to see you i want it to be something that i can see again you know you never know yeah i mean ghosts are people too but they're also people from their time era and while you know maybe some have observed the current world and understand that some things are different they may not understand the technology that you're putting in front of them so talking to the red light they might not even understand what a light is you know they if they're from like 16 1700s you know something like that you know i mean sure they know what fire is um they might know what a lantern is or a torch you know something like that but just saying you know talking to the red light they it, it might go right over their heads i've seen people say um you know can you make the k2 meter light up stop, <laughs> stop asking that <laughs> not gonna have any idea for real so, if you're one of those people that asks that stop asking that yeah, i'm gonna so, tell you right now yeah and not trying to get into a device episode because nope, no we, we've had those um but that's you have to keep in mind the the era that these people are from because um, otherwise you're just going to totally confuse them um, Sean Oldsmith asks, uh, is, the is the investigator getting scratched, pissing the ghost off in when team leaves it, hypes up activity? Um, that's a good question because I don't think people get scratched every time that they happen to piss somebody off. Um, nope, sometimes you get furniture thrown at you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't try to piss anybody off, but, but sometimes activity like that happens. I've been scratched. It didn't have three marks and it wasn't a demon, but <laughs> sorry. Um, sometimes, you know, like if you have a toddler trying to get your attention and they haven't had their nails clipped in a while and they scratch you, it could just be someone trying to get your attention. Just because, you know, if you don't feel like this burning desire to run or burst into flames or feel like, you know, all hell's about to open up on you, it's probably not a demon. It could just be a human spirit that scratched you trying to get your attention and maybe didn't realize they were going to scratch you. You know, you have to, I think you know. I, I don't think that I've ever experienced anything evil or demonic or anything because I feel like I'd know if I did. <laughs> so, but yeah, I've been scratched before. I've been grabbed hard enough to leave marks. Um. Well, and I've also yeah. wondered sometimes if some of those scratches aren't that, you know, maybe they're an accident. You know, maybe they're just trying to, you know, poke you and they have no idea that the difference between their realm and our realm and it comes off that way. Right. I mean, are there 
spirits or um, entities out there that are trying to harm you. Sure, that happens. That happens. Um, but I won't say every time. Mm-mm. Um like this one from Tom. Why is it that the Tom McNicholas? Uh, why is it that Shauna always is kind, but yet she gets poked a lot? They're not always bad pokes. No, there's good <laughs> they, pokes. They, they kind of startle you sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they sometimes they just come from out of nowhere. Sometimes I have a heads up that something's coming close, and then it doesn't shock me as much. I feel like, oh, I just got touched. You know, I kind of feel like that's probably going to happen. I expect it to happen, but sometimes it just catches me off guard. Sometimes it's, I have to think about, did I get poked? Or maybe my hair fell down and brushed against, or maybe, you know, a muscle spasm. Maybe it was a muscle spasm, you know? So I think I'm internalizing it, trying to debunk it, and then it happens again. I'm like, okay, that's probably not any of those other scenarios. And then, you know, a good firm grab. I sometimes wonder if they can hear me rationalizing it away, and they're like, uh, "No, bitch, listen." <laughs> trying to get your attention. You know, I think that's why that happens. I think you get poked a lot because you're just so damn beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Schmooze in here. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is a good question from Judy Wilson. If a spirit asks you to help them, have they ever told you how they can help them? So, um, I've had. I've had that happen at the Fairy Plantation, and we're going to have um, Acid Paranormal on next week on Edge of the Rabbit Hole, talk about Fairy Plantation. Um, but this is one of my more um, profound experiences while investigating, uh, because you know you've heard me say how many times I never claimed to you know be anything, um, but I've had you know a number of cases where I've been you know sensitive, and this was one of those cases in which. Um, things were, you know, happening to me and coming into my head, like, um, like what happens with psychic mediums, the way that, um, like Vanessa's always explained it to me. And in fact, I, I talked to her after this, uh, incident, I had to give her a call, um, and say, okay, is this really what happens to you? Cause I was in the best parlor and, um, I was talking about the, the layout they had, they had it set up as a wake. Um, so they had a uh, mock body that was sitting out there. They have all these beautiful morning gowns um, all set up all over the place, which is fantastic. And basically what I was being uh, fed, because I was asking about you know the display, well, basically what I was being fed was that, and it was a woman, that she did not like the display that was set up there, that there are, you know, while yes, you know, wakes and funerals were held there in the parlor, that it wasn't all the time. And there were a lot more happy memories that happened in that parlor than sad memories. And I did get a really, really strong EVP. You can hear it clear as a bell um, right at that time that says, help me. You know, and it coincided right with my question and right with the things that I was being fed. And there was actually a kind of white band of light uh, across the room uh, above um, that body at the time. So there was like so many things going on at that time. So um, I did relay the message. You know, I'm not the one that, you know, runs the fairy plantation, but I, uh, I, I gave that to, to Heather Moore, who was uh, heading up the place at the time, and just let her know, hey, this is what happens. You're not liking the setup here. So. The last couple of times I've been there it hasn't been set up. So hmm. there we go. Um, so um, yeah, Greg Grinkin's comments. Um, if I was commanded to do a trick, I would say sure. Right after you go fuck yourself. <laughs> that would come in handy on some TV shows. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it would. I feel like 
the TV shows have gotten to where they are because um, of the way that network TV is expecting these people to perform. Well, and I think wants that a demon these yeah, days. they have to make stuff up and create paranormal activity because the way that they're going about it is wrong. And I think that some of them, somewhere along the way, have just stopped caring about that. They're just in it for the paycheck. And it is what it is. So that's why I'm not on board with any of those shows. I mean, I know what it is. You know, the the theory behind it is real. Paranormal activity happens, you know, but it doesn't happen on demand. And if it doesn't happen on demand, then you have to make it happen on demand if you're expected to keep your show on TV. So I always say just like in real life, you know, as well as while we're investigating, um, you know, put yourself, you know, in the other person's shoes when when you're doing that interaction. You know, how would you how would you feel if you were being asked that or told this or if somebody was making demands of you? You know, the whole treat people the way you want to be treated. The same thing goes with you know paranormal investigations. You know, you see some of these. You know, I mean, some of the ridiculous questions sometimes that uh, you know, uh, are you evil? I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> If somebody asked yeah, man. you, you know, are you evil? Mm-hmm. How would you answer that question? Like, are you kidding me? It's like, do you want me to show you? <laughs> well, and a lot of quote unquote evil people don't believe that they're actually being evil. They they have an agenda. There's something that they, you know, want to do. And in their head, they think it's the right thing. Yeah. You know, I mean. God, I hate to throw it out there, but I, I don't believe Hitler thought he was evil. As crazy as he freaking was and as evil as he actually was, he believed he was doing the right thing. So if you asked him, hey, Adolf, <laughs> you know, if his spirit happened to be there, hey, Adolf, are you evil? No, he's not going to, he would not say, yeah, I'm, you know, of course. No. Yeah, even with all those atrocities, you know. So, um, I heard something moving around over there again. Is that wind, maybe? I mean, maybe. It's windy and there's snow on the ground again. Yeah, I didn't think it was that windy, but there's definitely snow. I mean, maybe it's wind. Maybe we have a raccoon in here. I don't know. (laughs) Because it's big, whatever it is. Somebody asked earlier if our uh, studio is haunted. and No. No, unless Zara. Sarah? Zara, are you haunting the uh, studio here? Sarah's across the room She's with over two there. of her future yeah. painted faces uh, that I'm going to be painting. And Ghosty goes to sit with the three of them to keep them safe. Yeah, well, Tim Schoen is sitting there asking, is the studio haunted? Pat Kraft is saying, full body apparition in the studio, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, what we're hearing is over there by the door, though. So, it, I mean, maybe some strong wind is kicking up and blowing under the seal i don't know i have seen the little ball of light in here the twinkles i've seen those in here um i i don't see that as a haunting so much as i see it as an attachment a guide a something because it goes everywhere so i can't just say well you know it's a haunting i Greg Rinkin is saying, my sarcastic self would say, yes, I am evil. And, you know, we yeah. do see that where, you know, people will, you know, 
be asking questions about, you know, who are you, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but the, they'll get a response of demon from somewhere. And you know, immediately it's not a demon. Once you get a response, demon, you, you know, it's not. <laughs> no. Someone messing with you. <laughs> yeah. So Donna Gorton says Adam Tillery is lurking. Of course he is. <laughs> of course Tillery is lurking. So I guess we have to get him some sort of shout out. So, you know, he put this banner thing together. So there you go, Adam. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Donna Gorton is saying that uh, Greg has an evil side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Sharon, spirits can have a sense of humor. They do. Sure. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten some, um, like that one at Beardstown with the with the laugh. <laughs> I mean, he was laughing at what you were saying. Yeah, he was laughing. I, because we didn't feel anything evil or no. demonic, but it was straight out of a scary movie haunted house laugh, though. It was so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was funny. I was like, I mean, it had like the echo, the wah ha ha ha. It was awesome. You know, a great capture. Um, did hear you know something going on you know before it came out and <laughs> it's it, it is super funny that laugh whenever I look back I do want to oh, go absolutely. back he and, was having a good time and he was getting a kick out of you know you basically threatening if there was a uh, human coming up into there that uh, shouldn't have been in the building so uh, Kelly McCarville down there saying you know they have personalities for sure yeah and that's you know something you keep in mind while while you're investigating you know to just you know, everybody has their own different personality. And so thus, you know, spirits in the afterlife also have their own different personalities. And so that's, you know, kind of one of the tricks while you're investigating is trying to figure out who's who and why they're feeling different ways and, you know, how you can best approach them. You know, you're going to approach, just as in life, you know, a, um, a sad little girl different than like the jovial man who's, you know, laughing and having a good time <laughs> yeah so um you always have to keep those things in mind um <laughs> tom mcnicholas wondering who will be the first person that claims they contacted president bush you mean steve huff hasn't already i mean hasn't he <laughs> it's coming it's coming yeah expect that of course next week maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to go there because that's just all kinds of ridiculousness. But, um, so from Christine Jones, um, do you work early in the morning after you do these shows? <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shauna gets to sleep in a little bit. Um, she goes to work later that day and then works her ass off. Um, uh, not lately. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I've been getting up at 540 in the morning. Oh, yes, you have been. Yes, you have been last. And then I get up again yeah. at seven thirty. Right. And then um, I try to sleep till noon. I've been trying not to do that, but I work from two to ten. You know, and I got to drive forty minutes to get there, so I got to get some sleep. Yeah, and I'm up by six thirty in the morning. Um, that's when I start. So actually, my alarm goes off at six fifteen, and so yeah, you know, and after the shows, we have a, a number of different things that we have to do. Um, I'm going to add the end screens and the cards and, you know, I'm going to have to fix the beginning of the edge of the rabbit hole video. <laughs> so, um, yeah, add the tags in the right way. So there's a lot of different video cleanup stuff that has to be done after the shows. And, you know, so we go to bed super late, wake up super early and 
That's life. There we so, go. That's why we like Saturdays. <laughs> I like um, Saturdays. Yeah. Judy Wilson said, I don't know. I don't even want to go there. She says, Huff talked to Freddie Mercury. Fuck you, Steve Huff. Oh, my um, God. And, and I'm not even going to do there. Oh, um, my God. If, if, the, if he did, that's ridiculous. But yeah, totally, you know, oh. okay. Trying to capture some momentum off of a very popular movie. It's the way it goes. Um, that's what he wow. does. So, Betty Lange, how many centuries will a ghost stay active? Um, many. I, I mean, I think until they're done doing whatever the heck it is that they're here for. Um, yeah, I think some kind of, you know, get lost to time and they're here lingering. I mean, you hear about um, Rob Guttrow was on here talking about how, um, like, he can verify, <coughs> excuse me, that Catherine Howard is still there in the Tower of London. Um, you know, that's how many hundreds of years ago. Um, so, you know, some of them linger on for a while. Some go right away. Um you know, like, um, you know, my grandfather was around until my grandmother passed away and then they went on together somewhere. Um, but others are still either they're, you know, trying to do something here, um, waiting for somebody and maybe they didn't understand that whoever it was is gone. Um, you know, they want to send some sort of message, have their story told, whatever it is. Some I think are just hiding that they're afraid of, you know, whatever is coming up next. Right. So. Um, but some can linger on for hundreds of years. Yeah. Well, you don't get much of are ones that have been around for thousands of years. I believe there are entities out there that are thousands of years old, and certainly some non-human ones, but there might be a couple of human ones that are that old. Well, you don't hear about them too much. No, I mean, you know, just for example, um, you know, Byron died in the late 1880s. Yeah, so, so that's around. 140 years or so. Yeah. Um, There's been some older energy than that, though. We've gotten uh, at the cafe some Native American, you know, uh, words and phrases, like complete sentences and stuff like that. Uh, that goes back way back way way back but you know it, it wasn't in response to anything that we were talking about it just came out so maybe it was residual maybe it was something that was said you know and just played played again you know what I mean yeah I, I don't know how it works but yeah Kelly McCarville spirit doesn't have to be stuck to communicate or to be around um, no I I believe that too i mean they they might be but i believe that you know many of them have free will and choice to be right here and do what they need to do um you know i, I you know i think for a lot of them it's it's a choice to to stick around i think some of them have a purpose that they you know, a lot of people talk about unfinished business but it might not even necessarily be that but there's some reason they want to be here and so thus they are um Judy Wilson, time must not mean anything to a spirit. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the things that's a little bit different for a spirit than us is their concept of time. Um, time is a human construct that we've put together to explain our experience that we're having here on the physical plane. And since they're no longer within, I mean, 
I mean, they're sort of within that physical plane, but not. <laughs> so you know, we kind of speculate that time works a bit differently for them or they experience time a little bit differently. Um, they may even have some better knowledge of how time really is than we do. So, you know, because yeah. I've thrown some different theories out there about time, whether they're true or not. I and mean, we've talked about the stack time theory and all that stuff. You know, there's Einstein space time theories and things like that, which is actually similar, but um, we truly don't know how all that works. Um, but I think they have a little bit better of an idea at least. Um, so, um, all right, I guess that's all the, uh, yeah, Tammy Heitzman. Yeah, what is that? Why not spirits that are thousands of years old? Um, I, I think by then they've probably exhausted whatever they needed to do. You know, I do believe in reincarnation. So at some point, you know, they've come back around. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, John Oldsmith is it's completely off topic. Did you hear that Einstein's letter to God sold for four million. I did not know anything about that. Mm -hmm. um, Bree Jones, I picture spirit eating like a conjured meal in Harry Potter. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, if you read the books, though, like the meals at the Great Hall, this is totally off topic. The, the meals at the Great Hall were actually truly prepared and cooked. That underneath the Great Hall is a replica great hall that all the house elves actually cooked and put the meals down there on those tables and then Dumbledore just did a spell to make the food come up off those tables and into the great hall it was in the books <laughs> so there you go um so Betty Lange do you consider a ghost only a human not an animal I've seen I've seen it ghosts of animals uh, I've experienced as have others in the same building a ghost cat um, and the place in Jacksonville we know there was a ghost of something there animal um, you can have I've seen cars you know I mean obviously it's not a I wouldn't consider it a ghost ghost car ghost car you know? but you know see a car come up to an intersection and then just gone you know so i kind of unexpected um i did find out that there was an accident uh, back in that area where i saw oh, it so yeah i had to okay. do some quizzing you know some people and had to take it back you know quite a ways but eventually I did find out and so i feel like you know, obviously it wasn't anything intelligent i think it was just that traumatic event you know replaying itself as a residual haunt residual energy but it was still it was still pretty cool <laughs> unexpected like i stopped i was whoa you know because i i thought it was a real car but nope ghost car ghost cat you know yeah yeah um I've, I'm, I'm grabbing a question here and putting it into our little document so that I can get it here in a minute. Um, I have seen, um, like, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about, um, you know, 
ghost cats, ghost dogs, you know, ghost animals. Um, we've had Rob Gutro on here talking about communication with all different types of animals, even birds and, you know, things like that. Um, you know, personally, something I've seen at a few different cemeteries or something, you know, small um, kind of cat size uh, shadow entities kind of running along the ground. And so those might be the spirit of some sort of animal, um, you know, or some other shadow entity. Uh, I, I actually don't include it in my uh, shadow people presentation at all. Um, I have one of those. <laughs> down low to the ground yeah it just starts from point a to point b so fast and mm -hmm. then it just becomes part of yeah you know shadow just boom and it's like whoa and it, yeah and have to make you jump back like what the hell you know about but low to the ground and doesn't have features or arms or legs it's just this foot or two long shadow a wide just boom <laughs> <laughs> on the boat on the boat? Okay. Yeah, it's happened to me more at cemeteries. Um, and so Kelly McCarville has a question. This is kind of bring us back into our ghosts or people to topic, which is good. Um, do you believe a spirit can form friendships with a living person? And yes, I absolutely do yep. believe that. Um, Hans Holzer used to say that you know, most of his best friends were ghosts. <laughs> but I know that you had a lot of relationships that you developed on the boat, like with Captain Minky and, and some others there. Yeah, Captain Minky, uh, Byron for sure. Byron at the cafe, yeah. And I hope to develop one with Molly at Mineral Springs. Which I think you are. I think she's opening up more to you and revealing a little bit more about herself to you. Yeah. Um, she's she's going to be a tough one to crack, though, you know, to find proof you know, of who she is and where she came from. Well, I think that's going to so. probably come down to more of um, of our investigating and our in our questioning, just going up there a little bit more. And you know, this is what we're talking about, where you know you develop that rapport, you develop those relationships with these spirits. That you know, trying to go in there one time and do an investigation, um, sure, you might be able to come away with some evidence, but you really haven't developed that relationship with the spirit to you know. I believe getting anything that's really, really conclusive. But, you know, the repeated times that we've gone up there, I mean, I believe Molly knows who you are by now, even though it's been, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 times that we've been up there. Um, but, you know, it's gone from just, you know, having a feeling in that room to, you know, you hear your name, to the chair moves, to you getting poked or grabbed <laughs> in the chair and um, that mm. energy that came uh, you know bursting forth that even affected me to now you have no idea why but you were just breaking down crying so I think it's as we've gone in there and we've continued to build that relationship with her that she has started to reveal more and more of herself to you right yeah I, I you know, I still I have a lot of questions, and I'll ask a lot of questions. You know, but she's her energy is pretty strong. I mean, she's a pretty significant, you know, energy source up there in that room, and you know, that's a room where you know some negative stuff had happened, 
that isn't really, you know, public knowledge, but, um, well, I don't know if she was a part of it or not, uh, but a lot of people have, you know, significant experiences up there. Some of them are uncomfortable and don't want to go in there, but yeah, I mean, I, even with the things that have happened in there, you know, I still feel really compelled, you know, to keep going in there. And it's hard to go in there often, you know, otherwise I'd be in there every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like. And don't go in there without your stones. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I gotta, I gotta have those. You gotta have, you know, your, your stones on you. I do. Um, and I'll even, you know, sometimes, you know, do that. You know, they, they may be like pretty colored rocks to them, but you know, introduce them to another part of you that maybe they may not know anything about. You know, you can you can educate them too. I think that that makes the things that you do or that you that you do in front of them or that you talk about less intimidating. If you know, there's there are certain things that you can say and there's certain ways that you can say them that makes it more conversational. Yeah. So, you know, I, I talk about all the time about, you know, just sharing experiences from life that, you know, that uh, World War II plane that we were in years ago that I'm getting nothing, nothing, nothing as far as a response. And yeah, this was just a one time thing. Um, but, you know, we had like a, you know, maybe a five minute spot there where we were getting some communication back and forth. And it was because I started talking a little bit more about myself and revealing my background and that I actually had something in common being a part of the Air Force um, with the spirits that were there on the plane. And so once I revealed that little bit and just started talking, okay, you know, I have this in common with you. Um, you know, they start opening up a little bit more and we discovered, you know, the, like one bit of information that the uh, navigator from the airplane when it was flown during uh, the war was there on the plane. And so, um, you know, just that little bit, you know, share some of yourself, you know, just like you would with anybody else where you're sitting down having a conversation, you're sharing back and forth. And while it might be a little bit more of a challenge for you to hear or maybe get an EVP or something that gives you that information, you know, about that spirit that you are still able to share a little bit about yourself. And that's why I always talk about going into these places with some information about the history of the building, about the history of the people that are there so that you have something to talk to them about, you know, that they, that you can relate something to them that, you know, their ears might perk up and be like, oh, oh, you know, he knows a little bit about me or he, she knows, you know, a, a bit about a topic that I enjoy. So, okay, fine. Let's, let's go ahead and, and open up a little bit. Um, I understand why psychic mediums don't want to know anything going into a location. Um, but for regular paranormal investigators, you know, I, I get that they hear stories and they, they believe that it will kind of like pigeonhole them to, you know, a room in a house and they, they want to be able to just freely roam and see what's there. But I, I'm, I will stand by that. I think you're going to get, you know, better and more interaction out of the spirits that are there. If you know more about them, because you will have something to talk to them about. If you just go in there with nothing, what are you going to talk to them about the latest football scores? You know, I, I don't know. Like, oh, hey, this is a, you know, uh, a cool house. Um, did you live here? 
I mean, duh. I mean, yeah, they probably <laughs> did. <laughs> I mean, there's another, you know, I'm I'm still pretty sure that they're not allowed to give us all of their, you know, answers. And they don't. So, at least not yeah, to me. Anytime we ask about the afterlife, how does the afterlife work? Right. So, start <laughs> small and get to know you know, the history of the venue and things or events that were happening, you know, at its creation. You know, the venue, whenever it was first, you know, constructed, whenever it first came to be, you know, get to know that time period. Because while they may not be able to answer questions about themselves, maybe they will be able to do yes or no questions about different things that were going on in the area like say a building was built in like 1890 and you did some research and found out that this event happened in that building or in that area in 1890 and asked them hey i know that in 1890 this event happened were you there for that if they say yes they were there for that then you can pinpoint a time to when they're when they're from you may not get that exact year that exact day or know anything else but you know it's it's a starting point yeah. At least you'll know what, maybe what, you know, time frame you're dealing with. At least if if they say no, you know, maybe they they either came before the building or they came after that event. So you'd be like, you know, do your research. You know, get get a block of time. You know, and things that happened like in, you know, before the venue was there or after the venue was there. Because sometimes you'll be talking to a spirit that's attached to the property, not the building. Or we've had that before. You know, I've experienced that a couple of times or three times. So, you know, they're not attached to that particular building, but they were attached to what was there before that. So they may not know anything at all about that building you're talking about. So, you know, always go back, you know, as far as you can and, you know, work into the questions about the people that you're talking about that you think that you might be dealing with. Um, Work up to that, but start somewhere you might be able to find that loophole well they're not going to be able to tell me their name maybe or they're not going to be able to tell me anything about the afterlife but i might find out what time period they're from you know and maybe they might decide to get bold and slip a little bit of you know hush hush info <laughs> you know and they might get a spanking for it but you know you never know you never know you never know research nicholas says uh, i agree shana that's what i'm doing for the prison ghost hunts so he's talking about joliet prison there um, yeah, I don't know how many of you have read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, Dale Carnegie. The book's been around forever. Um, a, a ton of people read it for a variety of different reasons, you know, whether it's, you know, growing a YouTube channel, building a business, whatever. You know, it's about interacting with, with people. And, you know, there's some great examples in there of, you know, people just sitting down at like a, um, like a dinner, it's supposed to be like maybe a networking thing or whatever. Um, and, you know, just sitting there and asking, you know, a personal question about, you know, oh, so that this is, you know, something that you enjoy, you know, question mark. And then the person just on and on and on and on. And, you know, it might not even necessarily be something that interests you, but you're, you know, you're listening and you're, you know, you're keeping the conversation, you know, going back and forth a little bit. And there, and that person is coming away from that conversation with you, even though you didn't really contribute anything, you're just a great listener, that they just had this most, you know, wonderful conversation with you just because you listened to what they had to say. I mean, you kind of had to spur it a little bit with that little first initial piece of information. Hey, you know, I understand this about you. And then boom, they just launched into, 
you know, everything and they feel like they had a great conversation with you. So, you know, things like that goes for people too. you know, work in trying to communicate with spirits. So, um, let's see. So Tim shown, are there ghosts that look after the living, i.e. a ghost nanny? So I think that'd be your spirit guides, which I would say see edge of the rabbit hole <laughs> last episode with uh, Kelly McCarville, which became like the spirit guide episode, uh, which was very cool. Um, Tom McNicholas, do you think there are more ghosts on earth than living people? Um, it's an interesting question, but I'm going to say no because of reincarnation. And so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there are very many ghosts and spirits here um much more than we really understand or know about and that if like that veil could be lifted that we'd be really surprised at everybody that's around us <laughs> um but um yeah i think there's um with the math there is there are as many people living now as if you had added it all up from you know like year one till and I don't know how they go about figuring that out, but um, yeah, more more people living now than the first however many hundreds of thousands of years it's it's been. So, um, so no, I, I don't. Um, so Betty Lange, do you think a ghost can draw a person to a historical site not to be forgotten? Yeah, I think so. I mean, to a degree. Um, that they might try to call out to you a little bit. Um, I mean, I've had before, and well, it was necessarily a spirit calling me there, but I've had before, like, um, dreams. Um, it's my superpower. Um, <laughs> but I've had dreams of locations before that I've investigated, like years before I've actually investigated them. That's happened a couple times. And so I don't know if that was something drawing me there um, or just a like glimpse at something that was going to happen uh, in the future. So, but um, I think more so, you can be drawn back to a location. Like you go For there, sure. you have some sort, maybe if you not necessarily even have an experience, but that you've introduced yourself to the location, and somebody or something there at that location wants you to visit again, and so. They'll be like, hey, hey, Shauna, come on back, come on back. Yeah, that happens. I can think of several instances. Vandalia is a good one. Yeah. Nellie Graveside is a good one. Yeah, and that was both with you uh, children, children's yeah. spirits that were calling you back to each of those. And so, certainly. Um, from BPG 5012 Trick. Um, every time you reincarnate, do you leave a ghost behind? I, I don't believe that. I believe your your spirit is your spirit, and so when you reincarnate, you're you know put into uh, a, a new form. I don't believe there's a form of you still sticking around here. I think it's um, when you connect, you know, or bind a spirit to yours, or bind a soul to yours. You're you know, in reincarnation, you're supposed to recognize each other again. And you're not going to be in the same form. You're going to be in an entirely different form. So I believe once you've reincarnated, once you've come back, you have to maintain some form of memory 
um, of that connection. Yeah, I mean, I've had at least one glimpse that I know of for sure of a past life. And it was a past death. So that is stuck with me. So I th- I think um, you know, once we've passed that you know, we'll obtain that knowledge again of all of our you know, past lives, but I think we're kind of, you know, stuck in this one right now. Um, but yeah, I don't think that there's a part of you that that stays. Um, you might have something happen where a place is familiar to you because you had your your past life also brought you to that location. So that that'll be like when you have like a deja vu moment or something like that. Like I feel like I've been here before, even though there's like no possible way in your current life that you could have ever ever possibly been there. Um, that you know that might be a, uh, a past life that you're, you know, connecting with. So, you know, we were kind of talking a little bit about it when we had Marla Brooks on that, um, you know, it could be that some of these places that we want to go to, like Ireland, Scotland, you know, places like that, that maybe we had a past life that existed in one of those locations. And so we're kind of being called back unknowingly to there just because our, you know, our soul within is familiar with it i believe that yeah. for sure i believe there's going to be a lot of deja vu moments over there yeah <laughs> for certain for certain um yeah and even just you know having had ancestors from over there um, i'm sure some of that's going to be calling out too so um and that's a whole different <laughs> that's a whole different realm there we're start talking about that type of stuff um so Judy Wilson, do you think spirits are stuck or do you think they can leave whenever they want to? I think some do get stuck. Or Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> I think maybe ghosts are one thing and then spirit is entirely another. It, it It ends up bringing up that debate and this actually happened to me you were at work so you you didn't hear the um the interview uh that i had the other night but it brings up that whole debate about crossing spirits over and so um you know the person that was interviewing me was saying that you know they they just cross everybody over um because that person might be stuck and it's like well they might not be and they might have a reason to be here um but it does bring up that debate of like, what if the spirit is stuck and they don't know how to cross over? I, I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to think that you know, when we pass, we, we kind of inherently know that I need to do this. If I want to move on, this is what I need to do, whether that's that light that everybody talks about or whatever. Um, but you're kind of like, but... I need to stick around here for a while. There's something I still need to do. Uh, maybe I need to wait for somebody or want to wait for somebody or there's um, something that you always wanted to find out or you know, there's a message you wanted to deliver, whatever it is. Um, and I don't know if maybe they just kind of forget along the way. They've been hanging out so long waiting for something to happen, waiting for whatever it is that they're trying to do to happen that they just forget and so therefore they get stuck. 
I think that that's, it's a mix of that, and I think karma has a big part in it, too. I think, I hope, that if you're an asshole in life, that you get punished before you get to move on, um, or you get stuck, you know, reaping what you've sown. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of hope that's true. I, I Maybe that's bad, maybe it's not bad. I, I don't know. I don't really care. I just know how I feel. I feel like if you were an asshole in life, then you should be treated like one in the afterlife until you've learned your lesson and realize, oh, hey, I shouldn't have done that. I see that now. You know, I, I think that's the way it ought to be. Kelly says, once they process through their review, they find their peace. So I, I don't know if there's some, if she's referring to some sort of review process that we're supposed to go through i don't know that's got it reminds me and i've brought i've brought the movie up here before on this channel um defending your life where basically you end up in a courtroom and you're you're reviewing some segments of your life and they got to pass or fail you and like if you fail you're going back down to earth if you pass you go on somewhere i don't know um all right um so let's see. We kind of talked about this a little bit before. Tim Schoen, have you ever been drawn to a new location by spirits with whom you've established a bond? Um, I've been drawn to new places that I haven't been to before with spirits that I have no idea even existed, much less the building. Okay. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. And I Google it. You know, when I wake up, it's like, oh my God, that place exists. <laughs> yeah. You know, I yep. did not know. I did not know, but, and it looked exactly like it did in my dream, yet I and had never physically with, been there in this life. Yeah, and the issue with that is just, I guess the, they're saying like a lot of vagrants or something hang yeah. out there, so it's just not safe. Yeah, and there are some yeah. buildings that are no longer standing. There's others that are were used for other things, but I guess there's one still original part, but it's just not safe to be in. Yeah. But I feel like I should still but, yeah, go to the property. You, yeah. Steve, if you're watching, <laughs> Steve is the one that lives. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's see. Betty Lingy, before you reincarnate Mike and Shauna, what spirit would you want to meet? That's almost kind of like what celeb would you like to meet before you go on? I. I you know, am I getting to spend time with somebody that I knew, or are we talking about, you know, the spirit of somebody that I didn't actually know personally? Because I can think of a few that I'd like to have back. Yeah. You know. I mean, I would say, um, I mean, my grandparents, but I know they've passed on. Um, and my uncle, maybe, I know he's still around because I, he still visits from time to time. So I don't know. That's that's kind of a tough one. Um, I don't have like this bucket list of, you know, celebs that I would like to meet or whatever people that I've just got, I have, you know, have to absolutely talk to or meet I'd, I'd kind of like to have a personal concert in the living room with Freddie Mercury. <laughs> like, well, I don't know about you, but I would love to have that. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There's hers. There's my. It's like, oh, I'd love to just, just sing, sing to me. Just let me experience because I didn't get to do it. You know, I've never seen Queen alive, so not with Freddie Mercury. You know, and I feel like I really missed out. So 
I would like to do that. Well, there's one way you can do that. Just call Steve off. <laughs> Freddie will sing to you through his Wonder so Box, yeah, apparently. T- tell him to hum a few bars for me. Right, right. There's Judy Wilson. Ask Steve off. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I just don't. I, I never. I guess I just don't get that. I don't know. As far as. Because I was actually asked on a show, um, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Like, if there's like, you know, if there's one celebrity you could meet, there is kind of like, you know, those five five random questions that we just ask our, you know, guests when they come on. Oh, and that so, was Charla and. No, it was a different show. Oh, another one was, I was going to yeah, say. Was they had one. some good ones. They had some good <laughs> ones, but no, this was a different show, but they did a similar thing. Yeah. And that was one of them. Like, and I'm sitting there like, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't get fanboyitis. So it just—I did throw down. I was like, "Okay, Nikki Six and David Ortiz," because I had to answer something. <laughs> <laughs> so, in any case, um, I don't know if you guys have any other questions here, but um, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of—I think that kind of sums it up as far as you know. Ghosts are people too. Just you know, when when you're experiencing haunting or you're investigating that's kind of more the primary aspect that we're um taking is while you're investigating remember that who you're trying to interact with you know are people you just don't see them with a physical body anymore i mean some people do as like an apparition or in their mind's eye or whatever um but they don't have the the flesh and bones anymore but they're still people right they still have their likes and dislikes and their personality and their passions and, and all of that. Um, maybe a little different now being on the other side, but they, they're still people, you know. Um, all right. So I guess we'll go ahead and wrap it up on time for once <laughs> this evening. Uh, we usually end up going like a lot longer, but um, I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um so let's go ahead and um, get down to the shout outs. We want to thank uh, Donna Gorton for Cheshire Catting the Chat. Really do appreciate that. Um, let's get into, let's see, Kelly McCarville, who we had on Edge of the Rabbit Hole. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us in our second show as well. Um, there's Bree Jones. Um, Bree, I do have to get back with you on some of the things that you noticed on the uh, Mineral Springs video. So haven't haven't forgotten you there. Uh, Christine Jones, thanks for joining us this evening. Greg Grenkin, thank you as well. Uh, there's Shay Carroll, thank you very much, Shay. Appreciate you being with us. Uh, Betty Lange, thank you for all the questions this evening. Excuse me, uh, Sharon Lane, thank you as much. She says, love all the Scots. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Jen Corgis, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Hagland, thank you as well. Uh, always appreciated. There's Andrew Cox, uh, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons. So Deep Down the Rabbit Hole Patreon patrons are uh, Tom McNicholas, B3 Airspace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, um, Joe Chandler, and Andrew Cox. So thank you all very much. I know Tom McNicholas is down in here too. So thank you, Tom, for joining us tonight. Um, there's uh, Judy Wilson had a bunch of questions too. Thank you, Judy. Uh, there's B3 Airspace. Thank you very much as well. Um, Sean Oldsmith, thanks for hanging out for both shows. I do appreciate that. 
Um, I know X Group Home Kid uh, already took off a little bit ago. Uh, Pat Craft, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Kathy Siliento, thank you for joining us for both shows as well. Um, Paranormal World Investigators, thanks for hanging out tonight and also for your questions. Uh, speak up, lurkers. Yeah, lurkers, speak Here's up. Here's your forever. chance to get your shout out. Um, Adam Tillery. Yeah. Uh, BPG 5012 Trick, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and scroll back down and see who else is throwing in their name here at the very ends. And, uh, yeah, Tim Schoen, thank you. Uh, PSPR Paranormal Pursuit is still in the house. Awesome. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, see, there's Tillery right there. <laughs> he put the little... Um, the eyes. Yeah, he's got the eyes going. He's got the little magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Very, very cool. All right, Tammy Heitzman. Yep, there we go, Tammy. Cool. All right, so... Um, all right, so I guess that's a that will about do it. Um, just hey, you guys got any? Uh, you know, if you want any Christmas merch, of course, um, we still have. Uh, actually, I'm, I have one ghosty left. <laughs> one ghosty left. That's it. Um, I'm gonna have to order some more. So there's one ghosty left. Uh, we still have the uh, the coffee though. Hot road roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. No, we really should be doing some where's ghosty photos in the snow. We we should we should. And yes, he's got um, some good camo being all white. Yeah, and of course um, on Spreadshirt. So shop that Spreadshirt.com slash Hunter Road Media. We have uh, all the T-shirts, hoodies, hats, all that stuff. We'll be getting beanies up there soon. Hope soon. Yeah, those hoodies are warm, you guys. Yeah, I mean they're they're like really warm. Like you go somewhere go like if I wear I layer. You know, so I wear like a t-shirt and I wear another shirt and then I wear that hoodie. I don't need a coat. That thing is oh, warm. And the Haunted Explorers too, down there. Very cool. All right, everybody. Um, yeah, I think that will about do it. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do so. And uh, we will see you all back here uh, next Tuesday for the live stream shows. Of course, we have uh, more Friday Night Ghost Rites coming up at the end of this week. And um, I'm actually going to throw a yeah, separate Mike's Morning mug out there here over the next couple of days. So... Um, yeah, Tom McNicholas likes his ball caps. Says the ball caps are cool. Yep. Um, Adam Tillery says my line of Tilleries come from Aberdeen for all the Scott talk. Very cool. So um, I'm Clan Grant, Loch Ness area. So there is a Castle Grant out there. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if any of my lineage went back that far or not. I don't know what You're I got. You're mostly German anyway. I'm mostly German. Yeah. You know, but I feel like. Some of my other lives have been back there. I know I'm going to see a fairy. It's going to happen. I'm going to see a fairy. I'm going to see another one. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yep. It's going to happen. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great night. And uh, we will see you all soon. Take care. <laughs>